0: In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lock Talk Radio. I'm on a man who's And thank you so much for joining me once again for your pleasure. One of the things that I absolutely love about being here every single weekend is that I get to be the voice for pleasure. I get to be the person that sings its praises and knows its wonderful, beneficial effects. It is not that it just feels good. It is that it is good for you when you have enjoyed your body, when you have relaxed, when you have released, built and then released your sexual tension, you can only feel relaxed at one, at peace. It is no, it is no um, big deal, or not big deal, it is no, there's no question why one calls out, oh, God, when what is coming Because you are in touch with the divine. We are all creatures of the divine. And as soon as we get that, and as soon as we appreciate that about ourselves, and that the reason that we even have these bodies is so that we can enjoy them, the sooner that we will find peace on earth. Because when you are happy and when you are fulfilled, And when you are good with yourself, then you can be good with others. It is when you are unhappy with yourself, unfamiliar with your body, ashamed of who you are or what you think you are, when you are disconnected from your energy that you are not happy and it's easier to take your anger out on other people and find a cause to hate someone or to hate a group of people. I'm telling you, great sex because it is a beautiful gift is our birthright and if we want to enjoy our lives while we are here on the planet and while we have all these erogenous zones that work for our benefit we should take advantage of it because life is too short too short to not enjoy your pleasure Now, tonight's show is being brought to you by www.yourpleasure, that's one word, .com, where Your Pleasure is our business. At Your Pleasure, there is information galore, because at Your Pleasure, we celebrate sex. So whether the topic is about sensuality, sexuality, pleasure, or some very necessary advice, because we love to give advice, it can be found at yourpleasure.com, where there is also a Your Pleasure shop, where there are lotions to light your fire, potions to ignite your passion, and notions galore to keep it all interesting, even in the exclusive Relationship, which all too often can become a predictable relationship. And that is the death of romance. That is the death of foreplay. We don't want it to become a routine. We want it to be something that is an adventure. And the only way that it be, stays an adventure in our hearts and in our minds is if we use our imaginations. Okay? Tonight's topic is going to be aphrodisiacs, and although I will list many, many aphrodisiacs for you and some techniques that are also considered aphrodisiacs, the most important aphrodisiac of them all is our imagination, our creative imagination, especially in a relationship where you are with the same person for the rest of your life what was exciting and novel and new in the very beginning can easily become predictable and boring and routine if you do not add attention to the relationship. And so that is why aphrodisiacs have been such a fabulous tool that we humans have used for centuries. Now, you all may know that Aphrodisiacs is named after the Greek goddess of love and beauty, Aphrodite. And I just want to make this clear, Aphrodite came first and then Venus, okay? Venus is the watered-down version of the Roman goddess who is naming herself and her whole function after Aphrodite, who was the first. Aphrodisiacs are foods and techniques and art forms that, when applied, increase our sexual desire they ignite our passion and if we realize their importance in keeping the monogamous relationship fun and exciting they can help us to become better lovers because although you start off as one lover say when you're we'll say 21 let's hope that by the time you are 41 you have added a whole lot of skill sets to what you knew when you were 21. Because although 21 has lots of energy, they do not necessarily have hmm, savoir faire. They do not necessarily have technique. They are learning, and so that is a good thing, and they are exactly where they're supposed to be. They can't know everything when you start. It is through experimentation that we find out what is exciting, what is delicious, and what is a turn-on for us. Because that's what aphrodisiacs are. They are meant to turn us on. So now you need to think about that. What turns you on? If you really think about it, you are a history of relationships and circumstances, and they all are locked back there in your subconscious. And whether you had a good time during those uh, circumstances or whether you were touched in a loving way that somehow triggers the warm, fuzzy center of your brain to appreciate that kind of touch again today, you are a compilation of all of your history, and so, if you are all of that, then what turns you on is distinctly individual to you, because you are an individual. Now, there have been some products out there that have worked for lots and lots of people, because they have similar backgrounds, and uh, and also because we have similar physiology. Some of the aphrodisiacs that are lesser known are cinnamon, believe it or not, coriander, and cumin. These are normally prized for their aroma, but more importantly than their wonderful, warm, spicy, yummy uh, scent is the fact that they can get your blood flowing more freely. And when it comes to sexual arousal, it is all about free flowing blood, especially to our extremities, and that includes the facial lips because when the facial lips get full, then that is a key to sexual excitement. And if you really want to think about it, there's another set of lips that also engorge when you are excited. And if you think about it, also, they are extremities. Okay, So what are extremities? Extremities are the ends of your body your toes, your fingers, your head, the scalp, okay, and uh, your genitals. If you think about it, the genitals are, they extend out the bottom of your body. So when the blood gets flowing and um, when it um, is excited or heated and it goes to the extremities first, that is the beginning of sexual arousal, and that in itself is a wonderful reason to want to have sex. You see, you want to have sex when it feels good to do it. It, it, You are inspired to do it. And so how can we incorporate aphrodisiacs into our lives so that we are inspired whether mildly or dramatically often? I'm not saying every single day, because if you do anything every single day, you could use aphrodisiacs and toys and everything else. It becomes a routine just like everything else. Sex, when it's going to be exciting, should be fun, should be as spontaneous as possible, and should be healthy. And when it is those three things, it is delicious, it is good for you. Now, all these years, people have been talking about uh, Spanish fly, and people have said, Ellen, is Spanish fly an aphrodisiac? And uh, I have to tell you that the original Spanish fly was a cathartic bee, and it beetle, I'm sorry, and it was um, powdered down, and it was encapsulated. And when the poor sap of a woman was slipped one of these, because I don't think anybody would take this on purpose, it caused such an itch along her urinary tract, and because her urinary tract runs alongside the vagina, it's not in the vagina, but it's alongside the vagina, that itch felt like it needed to be scratched, and it was so close to the vaginal wall, people were misled to think that, well, maybe if I got a penis in there, the itch would go away. The itch was so bad that it's been documented that some women actually killed themselves because it was that bad, that bad. So obviously people will go to great lengths to get each other horny, and uh, including slipping someone a Spanish fly. Spanish fly is illegal in the United States. And if somebody offers you a Spanish fly because they got it from other country, um, make sure that you either slap them across the face or report them to the police because they do not have your pleasure in mind. Mm. Uh, today, American and European pharmaceutical companies are coming up with their own version of aphrodisiacs. From stimulating creams for men and women to pills such as Viagra, everyone wants to get in on the action. But among the ancient and more modern cures for blasé libido, as I said before, the best aphrodisiac is a creative sexual imagination and, more importantly, the desire to keep your sex life interesting. Now, people might say to me, what do you mean the desire? There are lots of things that we have to do every single day, okay? We have to cook. We have to eat. Usually we have to clean up after ourselves. We have to take a shower. We have to work. We have to run after other people. We have appointments. And all of those are things that have to be done. And so sex, creative sex, the importance of the sexual relationship easily takes a back seat. And when it takes a back seat in an exclusive relationship, you can bet your bottom dollar that somebody is going to be bored. And unless the other somebody isn't paying attention, both of them are going to get bored and one or more of them is going to stray. Or even if they don't stray for real, they'll stray in their mind, which is, you know, the beginning of the end of that relationship. So keeping a sex life fun and exciting has to be your desire. It has to be important that you want to do it, okay? Because if it's not important and if you're not willing to invest some energy and some creativity into the playfulness of it, because it's not like you're playing ball every single day. Every single day you go out and play ball and you know exactly what to do to play ball, but you're not playing ball every day. You're having play time with your significant other, and you're not playing the same thing all the time. It doesn't have to end up the same way all the time. Sometimes it's just the attempt to get close, that is exciting, and the groping that is exciting. The clothes never even need to come off. If you are with someone and you are there to play with them, then that in itself is exciting and fun. And that in itself is something that couples especially should aim for. Although All of the aforementioned uh, aphrodisiacs and many other known aphrodisiacs can help and improve our libido. It's very important to keep sexual activities interesting, exciting, fresh, and fun. And if all of this is happening, then it is truly an adventure, And that's what sex has to be. It has to be an adventure. When it becomes a routine, it's not fun anymore. So what are some well-known aphrodisiacs? Believe it or not, the clitoris is considered one of the most important areas of the female body for sexual stimulation. But oddly enough, if it is the first place that a man goes to stimulate, it is a turn-off. Isn't that weird? And that's that's true because it's not just a, uh, a start button on a piece of machinery. It's not like if you just run down there and just grab a woman's crotch area and start to rub the clitoris real quick that all of a sudden she's going to be excited. No. Actually, it's important to remember that – The body as a whole needs to be desired. And to put off the attack on the obvious area of stimulation and to fondle and enjoy the rest of the body is something that a good lover wants to do because it's not a race. It's take your time, enjoy what you're doing, enjoy the person that you're with, allocate whatever time that you need i mean to me i live in these united states i know things are rushed but half an hour half an hour people spend half an hour sitting watching infomercials if you can't spend half an hour making love then your priorities are screwed up totally screwed up because at the end of half an hour of sweet lovemaking, you're going to have an orgasm You're going to have some close time with your significant other. You're going to have um, a wonderful sense of self-being, and you're going to know that the power of love is inside of you, not in that infomercial. So it's a good idea to understand that to enjoy the body, it takes time. And although lovers in centuries gone by thought that four hours was the appropriate amount of time to be close to their significant other. Again, I do live in these United States, and I understand that time is money, especially in the United States. So to spend four hours being close with someone, even if they're on vacation, they'll find something else to do. I personally don't think that there can be anything more blissful, especially if there's something to drink and something to eat handy, so that during that time, part of the foreplay can be feeding one another, because feeding one another, believe it or not, is an aphrodisiac. It is said, and I really agree with this, because I've seen it, that the way a person eats their food is very, very telling on how they will eat or uh, enjoy kind of lingus or fellatio with you. So if they are a ravenous eater, then they will attack your uh, parts in a ravenous kind of a way. Do you like ravenous? That's a personal choice. Um, if they are a persnickety eater, If they pick at their food, then they might also be hesitant and pick when it comes to your arousal or maybe not even be interested because um, how you eat your food says a lot about how you kiss, about how you eat another person, how you enjoy tasting of them. We're actually not eating them, of course, but we are most definitely tasting them. So when you watch someone eat, do they eat with purpose? Do they enjoy the food that's going in their mouths? Are they paying attention to that sauce or that gravy or that fish or whatever it is? Are they tasting it for real? Or are they consuming it without any, paying any attention at all to what they're doing and having a conversation with another person? Because if they're not paying attention to what they're doing when they're eating, then they probably won't be paying attention in other areas too. Pay attention to how a person eats, and it will give you a really good idea on how they'll do other kinds of eating. There's a position that – actually, there's two positions that um, I find are fabulous as far as aphrodisiacs are concerned. And uh, one of them is like a missionary position, but the woman's hips are elevated. And when the man enters, she closes her legs so that she's got him locked and loaded. Now his shaft is going to rub her clitoris. And the head of his penis, which has actually been pushed out when she closed her legs, is right up against her G-spot. And if he has control, and if they can glide and slide this imperceptible movement, that is going to be a fabulous orgasm for both of them, and most possibly a double header for her, because the shaft and the clitoris, the shaft is rubbing the clitoris, and the uh, G-spot itself are being rubbed simultaneously by the penis. It is a position I, all, I recommend highly. And if you don't have the right kind of pillow at the Your Pleasure Shop, there is the Liberator pillow. I don't sell them personally, but we have affiliates that have them, and we, I've gotten you the best, best prices. So if you want something that's going to give you lift and be able to hold a person so they don't have to hold themselves where they're supposed to be relaxing, they'll be able to relax into the um, Liberator pillow. That's why they call it the liberator, because it liberates you from having to hold yourself up. And the positions in there uh, and the rubbing of G-spots uh, with a liberator pillow is highly, highly recommended. Plus, there's another position. It is called the cinder sifting. And it is that's a descriptive name for the special way of moving a woman that she does when she is riding a man. So this is the, okay, female is on top. It almost defies explanation, but think of moving her hips around once or twice and ending with a series of little jumps, just as you would separate the ash from the cinders in a sieve. Okay? The French called it la diligence de Lyon, after the jerky ride which travelers in horse-drawn male coaches once experienced. It is most definitely a technique worth perfecting. And it's worth perfecting because as part of the variety in sexual play, here the woman is giving the man a little bit of um, a, a break. She's not asking him to lead. She's saying, you know what? I can enjoy you and you can enjoy watching me and everybody's happy when that's happening. Okay? So, a fantastic position for um, enjoying and uh, experiencing lovemaking in a different kind of way. There are, when it comes to aphrodisiacs, remember that if it turns you on, Whether it's erotica and reading it, or watching uh, another couple making love, say, in a movie, or um, dancing. Believe it or not, dancing is considered one of the most wonderful aphrodisiacs that there is. When we dance, we become more than ourselves in that, and in many other respects, Dance is like sex at its best. Academics have written a great deal about what is probably the oldest human art. But I really think that Isadora Duncan explains it best. She said, I feel the presence of a mighty power within me which listens to the music and then reaches out through my body, sometimes It raged and shook me until my heart nearly burst from its passion. When you are dancing and you are feeling the music and you are one with your partner, you can close your eyes and almost become one. And, you know, I I say almost become one because if you really looked at us through the lens that sees us for what we truly are, which is energy. We are energy. And when we are dancing, we are combining our energies. And we are very, very closely aligned, just like we are when we're enjoying coitus. We're very, very closely aligned. It is a beautiful, beautiful thing to do, to hold a person in your arms and to dance with them, whether that dance is one of the more classic dances, or whether that dance is just stepping back and forth. You do not need to be a Fred Astaire to have the closeness and the intimacy and the beauty and the warmth and the scent that dance can be. If all you can do is hold your partner in your arms and sway back and forth to the music, Really, that's all you need to do. Dance has as many facets as sex, and many of them correspond. Salome's dance of the seven veils, and uh, the great, the ancient Greek kordax, as well as a good strip striptease, are all aphrodisiacs. Dancing disco is a more stylized form of sexual display, if you think about it, and. Much traditional ballroom dancing, if you think about it, is gentle courtship, where the polka and some more energetic forms of modern dancing are closer to foreplay. And like sex, dance at its best can be an expression of love. I hope you have all enjoyed my program this evening. I think that if you... Really, really think about it, and if it is important to you, there are many possibilities for aphrodisiacs out there. At the Your Pleasure Shop, if you want to go directly to it, do not stop at Go, do not collect $200, there is On. On is a clitoral stimulant like no other. It is made with um, essential oils. It is all natural, and it gives your clit a buzz like nothing else. It is made in these United States, which I am very proud to say, and it is fantastic for your stimulation. It helps the woman get her action going. So obviously the desire would have to be there to buy the on, and so um, the person who does decide that they want to try it, is obviously interested in keeping their sex life hot and sexy. And i got to tell you, I do understand. Under the strains of today's modern society, we can use all the help we can get. I hope that you have enjoyed my show. I hope that you will visit my website and uh, at yourpleasure.com. And also, the Your Pleasure shop for many of the products that I discuss here, plus many, many more. Also, if you're interested, I just finished my second book. It's, it's Adventures of a Modern Aphrodite, and you can find it on Kindle under my name, Ellen Nicholas Rathbone. So thank you very, very much for joining me this evening. It was my pleasure for your pleasure. Namaste, everyone.